You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Seeing the big picture. Will you say that real loud? Seeing the big picture. See apostrophe I-N-G. See apostrophe I-N-G. And I'm going to use various adjectives to somewhat describe what I mean by seeing the big picture. Seeing the big picture. Here in Proverbs 29, 18, the Word of God. Let me see the King James Version. I want to show you something. Seeing the big picture. And can we read this out loud? Ready? Let's read. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Where there is no prophetic or redemptive revelation, where there is nothing that has been revealed by God, the people perish. But happy is he who keeps the law. What do you mean the law? That thing that was revealed or disclosed to those individuals by God. Okay? Now, let me see the uh, same translation um, or the same verse from God's Word, the Good News translation, the GNT. And I want to show you a variation of the same passage um, because each one shows us a different side. A nation without God's guidance is a nation without order. Do you see this? Happy are those who keep, again, what God's law, that thing which was revealed. Same verse in LT. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law, again, that thing which has been disclosed, happy is he. How many knows that when Pastor began this ministry, the Lord gave Pastor T a vision to lead people to a relationship with Jesus Christ, teaching them how to become what? Successful Christians based on salvation in who? Only one, Jesus and the true uncompromising word of God. Well, when God disclosed that to her, and again, if something, if the vision or the thing that you believe God called you to do, if it has nothing to do with people being converted, I challenge you to go back and ask the Lord, is this really from you? Because if it is from God, it has to do with the conversion of other people. People being Converted Again, as I stated earlier, Jesus came that he may seek and save that which is lost. So uh, then when he ascended <clears throat> back to the Father, he left us with the command to go into all the world, preach the gospel. We are to make what? Disciples, students, learners. Now, you can be a disciple but yet not converted. But the idea is through the preaching of the gospel, conversion takes place. So whatever the ministry is, whatever the vision is, it has to do with the conversion of other people. Amen. Or else it's all for naught. <laughs> Are you with me? And that's going to make sense later on um, because w when we have ministries, we have to understand, especially when I'm part of a ministry, it has to do, there's something about my ministry that is to add to what I am a part of. That's why we're called the body of Christ, okay? So each member does its share. <clears throat> Let me um, read this verse again. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. So listen, when I understand the vision, it should help keep me in line. 
And when I know the vision and I fail to uh, somewhat adhere to it, there's, well, I'm going to run wild. I can't fix it up. (laughs) I'm going to run wild. Why? Because I am not adhering to divine revelation. Are you with me? Again, we got we to remember we were created by God for God. Let me say that again. We were created by God for God. We were, you are on earth by, because God wanted you here, but he wanted you here for a specified purpose. Okay, so you were created by God for God. Y'all talk to me. You were created by God for God. That's why your purpose can only be found in him. And a lot of us are doing things that has nothing to do with why God created me. We're doing what we want to do. That's why we're never fulfilled or satisfied because that is not what you, that's what you want, but that's not what God wants. And real fulfillment, total fulfillment comes from being in the will of God. Yes. Are you with me? And you may do it and, and have some success from a worldly standpoint, but still that doesn't mean you're fulfilled. And watch this. Why live your whole life out of the purpose in which God called you? That's a tragedy. To live your, to live your whole life successful, but at the wrong assignment. It was all for naught. Are you here? But we're talking about seeing the big picture. What? Seeing the, y'all talk back to me. Seeing the big picture, okay? So, and those of us who are part of this ministry, again, you should know the vision, breathe the vision, live the vision. And, and a good indicator that, I, that it's in me, guess what? I'm leading people, okay? There should be some leading of people. Where? To? Amen? You guys, y'all talk back to me. Are you here? Okay, now write this down because I'm going to give you some things. Um, notice we just seen in Proverbs 29, 18. Well, let me slow down because I, I want to show you something. I said something earlier is that th- there's a blessing upon when there's, when the body is unified. Go to Psalm 133, um, verses 1 through 3. Let me show you something. There are four main points. Um that the psalmist shows us here that we should take note of, and I, I want to read something to you. Let's read this out loud. Ready? Let's read. Behold, come on, everyone reading. Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. How? To dwell how? To dwell together how? In unity. It is like the precious oil. Upon the head, because they will anoint the, the priest with uh, a, a nice fragrant oil running down on the beard, right? The beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It is like what? The dew of the Hermon uh, descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there, where? Where there was unity. The Lord commanded the blessing. What? Life forevermore. Um, write this down. There are four main points. First, it is good and pleasant when brothers dwell together in unity. It is good and pleasant when brothers dwell together in unity. Second, it's like a fragrant, a sweet-smelling s- aroma. Third, it's refreshing. Fourth, it is the sure guarantee of God's blessing. Did you hear that? Number one. It is good and pleasant when we dwell together in unity. Two is like a fragrant, which represents the anointing. Third, it's refreshing. And, and see, what do you mean refreshing? It, man, it, it's, it's a good feeling when you know that you are actively participating in a part of something. Yes. And a, a lot of reasons why people are so uh, unhappy is it, they're not truly connected. 
And, and I want to encourage you, you, you cannot be connected in your feelings. You have to get out of your feelings. Ah, yes. And let me say this, unity, unity does not require that we see eye to eye on everything. As long as we see eye to eye, eye, to eye on the, the, the fundamental or the, the, the most important thing, the foundational things, that, that's, but, but things that are secondary, I don't have to see eye to eye on. But as it relates to the vision, we need to be in unity. Now, the color of the van, we, we, don't, we, we, we ain't worried about being, you know, there's no real need to be in agreement on whether it's white, black, yellow, blue, or green. But as it relates to the vision, we have to be in unity. When it comes to the Lord directing us to go a certain way um, through the man of God, through the woman of God, we have to be in unity. But when it comes to where we want to have the community cookout, th th that's not really, that's not going to, you get what I'm saying? But we're, when it comes to those important things relative to the things that have been revealed, we must be unified. Why? Because there's a blessing when we're together. Yes. Man, I, I, I don't, ah. I'm going to have to go to that later. I don't have time to read all that. Let, let, let me show you something. Um, but but I, I wanted to show you that there is a blessing um, with, when we operate in unity. You hear? And, and I'll explain that more. I get that. If unity, excuse me, if disunity occurs, if disunity occurs, it essentially ceases to be a body and becomes a disjointed group of individuals. So, if disunity occurs, Crystal, we essentially cease to be a body and we become a disjointed group of individuals. So if we're not unified, we're disjointed. We're not together. And Jesus' plan for the church was that we be a unified people in faith. Jesus' plan for the church is people unified in the faith. What's Jesus' plan? Is that we be what? Unified in the faith. What's Jesus' plan for us? Is to be unified in the faith. What's his plan for us? Is to be, I want this to be cemented, is for us to be what? Unified in the faith. I want this to stick, um, I want this to stick because I want to keep saying it. When, I, when, when I'm together, there's a blessing active. There's a blessing operating there. When I'm unified, there's a blessing. Yes. Are you here? So when you operate in unity, expect some supernatural things to happen. Why? Because I am unified together. Are you with me? John 17, 20 through 23, NLT. Here we see Jesus praying for his disciples as well as you and I. And listen to some of the things he said. Notice his plan for us is that we be unified. Again, Satan hates unity. Why? Because it resembles God the Father, God the Son. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also, no, notice, <laughs> I said he was praying for his disciples and who? Did I say he was praying for his disciples and us? Did y'all hear me say that? Y'all heard me say that, right? Guys, if you, who heard me say that? Say, I heard you, Pastor. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but talk back to me because, you know, this is, this is going to be on podcast and whatever other media. So talk back to me. Amen. Um, who all heard me say that? Say, I heard you. I said, Jesus said, I said it like this. Jesus, here we see Jesus praying for his disciples as well as you and I. Yeah, remember? Okay. And I'm saying that to say, not only did he want them to be in uni unity, but he wants us to be in unity. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever what? Believe in that we go. Believe in 
believe in me through that, what, message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, right, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so the world will believe you sent me. Why? Because they are unified. I have given, and see, here's the thing. Not just because we're unity, but because of the blessings as a result of the unity. People are going to want to know who is the God that you serve. I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. Verse uh, 23, I am in them and you are in me. Now, I am, boy, I could stay right there just dealing with I am. And Bishop declared this a few weeks ago, and if you've been following me from some time, Pastor, now, I've said it some years ago, but in a different way, but notice he was known as I am in the Old Covenant. And he is, Jessica, whatever you need him to be. I'm not even going to teach on that, but... It, it's, 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 it's some nuggets right here in verse 23. I am in the, who, whoever they need me to be. Watch this. That's why whenever we're trying to do something together, we have to realize that I am is in this. I am who? I am Jehovah Jireh. There's already provision. There's already a ram in the bush. That's why all we have to do is just bring our beliefs together. Why? We may not have it collectively, but I am, boy, is in the midst of us. And he is whatever we need him. Well, we're trying to acquire the land. Well, we're not going to panic. Why? Because I am is in this, man. I am who? I need him to be Jehovah Nisi right now. The Lord, my victory. The Lord, my banner, my standard. This battle's not ours. <laughs> Let me slow down, man. Y'all love getting hype. I, I don't, I'm a teacher, man. like being calm and serene. I am, in, I am in them and you are in me. May they experience, oh my God, may they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Jesus' plan for his church, people, listen, is to be unified in the faith. Jesus wants us to be what? Unified. So, so, so watch this. You, you got to look, you got to see that it's nothing but a trick of the devil when he's trying to cause division. That ain't of God, Sister Moore. Daughter, that's not of God. Let, let me tell you something. Any, any, anyone that's trying to cause division, you, you have to realize you're not being used by the Lord right now. Because I've seen and I have scripture to show you God's desire is that we be unified in the faith. 1 Corinthians 1.10 NLT. Then I want to share it to you. Um, eight is the number of new beginnings. I want to share eight C's that are pertinent to uh, being connected or seeing the bigger picture, the big picture. First Corinthians 1.10 NLT. Guys, come on. Let's read this out loud because I want the, out loud. I want those who are listening to hear this. Ready? Let's read. I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of our by who? Hold, hold on, hold on. By the authority of our who? By the authority of our who? Lord Jesus Christ. L listen, he. We just seen in Proverbs two nineteen, um, where there's no what vision. No prophetic, redemptive revelation. Paul knew Christ by revelation. He didn't actually walk with Jesus. He knew him by revelation. And here we see, by revelation, 
that by the, notice when he said by the authority of Jesus, that means Jesus has revealed this to me that we what? Live in harmony with each other. Do you see this? Let there, come on, let's pick up here. Let there be no division. Okay, let, let's, let's say it again. Let there be no divisions. Come on, let's say it again. Let there be no. Now, what does that mean? None, absolutely, at all. No, watch this. No division. Die. No separate visions. Die. Divide. Who knows what the prefix die means? Where's all my English teachers and educated students? It's going to bring about separation. Okay? That's why whatever God gives you, if your ministry has nothing to do with the enhancement of this ministry, I submit to you, God has not revealed that to you. Perhaps the enemy is trying to get you disconnected because God is all about unity. Notice, when pastor was, the ministry was already, what, two years old when, when I met pastor. I didn't come in and try to re- retweak, redo. God has given me, no, no, he, the foundation has already been laid. It's already been established. So my job was to add to and enhance, not come with something separate. Even when I was made senior pastor, there was nothing new. Okay, I'm going to redo the vision. Now it's already been established. So how is it that God can call you to do something, Tyson, that has nothing to do with this vision? That's die vision. Guys, let, 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 let me say this. You guys have been taught so well that, that you should know right from wrong. And, and watch this. You have to get to the point where my relationship with God is more, is more important to me than how you feel. And when I hear you speak wrong, I'm so in tune and so thoroughly educated in God's word that I know how, Crystal, I love you, but Right there, you missed it. <laughs> no, the Lord is not telling you that. Oh. Let there be, he, he said, tell us, let there be what? No divisions in the church. Rather, be of, okay, one mind. So how does it fit within the bigger vision? United in what? Thought and So how is it, and this just something else, that we all can have so many visions that are separate from the vision that God has given us. Look at the bigger picture. This is a trick of the devil. Prime example. We're building the house, Jessica. We're all laborers and building a house, right? Well, everyone has a specific job. You bring in the brick, you make the mud, you haul the sand, you lay on this side, you do this, you build a scaffold. Well, if everybody who has a specific assignment goes elsewhere, how will this house get built and you, it, no, your mud making is for here. Your scaffold building is for here. See, see we missed that because if I'm called Kinshasa to help build this house, why aren't you making mud here? He's not going to tell you, Chris, to make mud there. And if... Whatever your mud has to do, it's to bring people here. Oh, boy. 
uh, Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. See, see I, what I'm trying to get you to see is some of this stuff that we see in the body of Christ is nothing more than selfishness, foolish pride, people wanting to do their own thing. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not something you want to do if you do not know for sure that it is God. That don't, don't, don't go by what you see on TV. Don't look at who's flying an airplane, who's riding in a jet, who's riding a Bentley, driving a Rolls Royce, who's wearing alligator shoes, whatever. You cannot look at that and say, I want that. Don't do that. Don't do it. And he gave himself some to be apostles, some prophets, evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of what? The same, let, let me tell you. So, so my gift is to, this, this is something totally different, is to help aid what? In the perfecting of the saints for what? The work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. Verse 13 is what I want to go. Till we all come to the unity of the faith. There it go right there. And of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Write this down. The key to unity, the key to unity begins with how we view ourselves within the body and how we view others. How do you view, your, view yourself within the body? And let me tell you something. You, you, you can't, you have to be a guarder of your thoughts because if you think everybody don't like you, won't nobody like you to you. And you'll actually start feeling we act, we, what is that? We think, we act, we feel. We, we, we think, we feel, we act, we feel, act, think, feel. All of it runs together. Y'all know what I'm saying. Thoughts equals feelings. Feelings equals actions. Actions equals results. I think that's how I taught it 15 years ago. Who remember that? Y'all, some of y'all remember? What was year was that? 67? I mean, not 67, but 90. I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but, 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 <laughs> Fly, why are you laughing? You was there in 67. It was just me and you. <laughs> uh, look, look, okay. Uh, the key to unity begins with what? How we view ourselves within what? The body and how we view others. So just take a moment. How do you view yourself within the body? Because watch this. We, we have to stop making excuses. I'll serve when they. See, you have the wrong perception. Because, again, if you wait for everybody to be perfect, you will never do anything. We're all growing. It, it, watch this. In a, for, for, no, 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 watch this. The mere fact that a person says that, let you know that you yourself are indeed of some maturity. So how do you view yourself within the body? Do you see, because our actions is the real measure of what we say. Because if I really see myself as vital, a vital instrument, you'll be able to tell in my actions. The key to unity begins with how we view ourselves within the body and how we view others. The, we, we see this verse addressed in Philippians 2, 3. Go there. Let, let me show you something. Guys, I, I'm telling you, there, there's a very important scripture in Luke, and it, it encourages us that we have to die to ourselves daily. Do y'all hear me? That means I have to say no to my will and yes to the Father's will daily. Because the day that you don't is the day that self gets glorified, that self has its way. So every day that I don't yield to the Father's will, you operate in vain glory. You're doing your own thing. That's why it's important that I do this every 
day. Lord, let your will be. See, what you're doing is allow Holy Spirit to be your God. To, watch this. To be the greater influence over whatever you do in the course of the day. But see, what I'm going to do that, you do your own thing. So we have to do this every day. Again, it's, it's addressed here in Philippians 2, 3. Uh, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Watch this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition. See, th- again, we have to ask, if this does not fit or help enlarge what I'm a part of, is this me or is it really God? Because if it's God, then there should be some conversion. There should be some adding twos. Are you here? Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others what? Better than yourselves. Write this down. All disunity in a church, all disunity in a church can be traced back to the simple truth that too often we act selfishly and consider ourselves better than others. That's true. I know it to be true. If it wasn't true, Paul wouldn't have written it by, by revelation through Jesus Christ. He wouldn't have penned this if it was not true. He, there would be no need for us to say, he, he, this shouldn't, shouldn't even been inserted if he knew that there are people who act out of selfish ambition or would be people who do that. But all disunity in a church can be traced back to the simple truth that too often we act selfishly and consider ourselves better than others. Paul goes on to explain further in the following verse, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also the interests of others. Again, we know a selfish when your vision becomes bigger than the vision that God has called you to. Your individual vision. So is it this about you or is it about God? Notice he says, each of you should look to your own. Go to the next verse. Each, each, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but on the interests of others also. Let's read this out loud. Ready? Let's read. Let each of you for the interests of others. Listen, guys. Sadly, churches that experience disunity are in conflict and turmoil are generally filled with people looking to their own needs, their own desires, and their own ambitions. I say it again. And, and again, it, it, just, just look at me for a second. You can tell when we, we we keep coming in week in week out, and we're, we're always see when, when I when I have a when this thing is a part of me, there's going to be some activity. There's there's going to be some 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 fruit, and and and. Because if you ask people who know the vision, oh, I know. So why is there a lack of participation? Oh, perhaps. But if the truth be told, it, is, it hasn't become an interest to me yet. Because if it was, there would be some gravity. There would be some. Uh, I'm gravitating toward that thing, and and as a result, you're gonna see I'm leading people. Are you here? And, and, and we have to be honest with ourselves again. Most people are concerned about their own needs, their own desires, and their own ambition. That's why there, there's, when it comes to our personal agendas, especially when, when my, my thoughts on the line with what God has called me to do, there seems to be a, a you know, oh, I get in it when it's for me. Oh, oh, when you did it for you, oh, you should have seen how well she put that together. But when we did it for the church, we just threw something. See, that tells you perhaps you're more concerned about. And let me say something. Anytime you have the opportunity for the kingdom, do your very best. Don't slight God. I slight myself before I slight God. Are you with me? 
But, but churches that experience disunity or in conflict and turmoil are generally filled with people looking to their own needs, their own desires, and their own ambitions. Such behavior, I want you to realize this, such behavior is characteristic of unbelievers, not those with the mind of Christ. So when, when we're only concerned about self, that's a characteristic of an unbeliever. Let me show you 1 Corinthians 3 and 3. Will you say this worldliness? Come on, everyone. Worldliness, worldliness, not godliness, is the hallmark of a disunified church. Worldliness is, not godliness. Okay? Watch this. For you are yet carnal. Do you see this? For in that there are, are among you what? Envies and strife, what? Divisions. So when, when there's division, that's a sign of carnality. That's a sign of an unbeliever. Are you not carnal? Do you not walk according to mere men or unbelievers? Do you see this? See, see we should be doing everything we can to keep peace, to keep unity. Yes. See in the big picture. See in the big picture. Number one, when you see the big picture, there's commitment. Number one, there's what? Come on, say it loud like you say it in proud. Number one, there's what? There's what? Commitment. Write this down. There's personal engagement. You have a sense of obligation. See, everybody who come doesn't mean that they're committed. Just because you come does not mean that you're committed. You want to be committed. See, when you're committed, there, you, you have a sense of, there's a sense of obligation. It, it matters when I'm not there. It matters that, 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 that I do something. It matters that whatever task I've been given, that I do it to my very best. Pastors trusted me that apart from the ministry, I'm studying this. I'm going over my material. I'm doing whatever. Why? Because I am committed to what? So number one, there's, come on, everyone, there's what? S say it, say it loud like you. No, no, commit. I want to hear everyone a sec. Ready? There's what? Commitment. Even in the back, I want to hear y'all. There's what? Commitment. So when I see the big picture, I am committed. Number two, you're connected. We're talking about seeing, right? C apostrophe ing. So I'm giving you eight C's now. Again, eight is the number of new beginning. And if if these are cemented in us, then we should see a a a turn in our direction. Connected. Matter of fact, one or two goes together. See, when you're connected, guess what? I'm united. I'm joined together. I'm linked in when I'm connected. Oh, I said it again. You are united when I'm connected. You are joined together. You are linked in. I want to be a part of whatever's going on and not have a nonchalant attitude of. And see, maturity is. See, see when you mature. <laughs> You know, it ain't about who, it's about winning as a team. It's not about egos getting in the way. And the truth has to be told and understood. We can't be afraid to say, hey, she's better at that than me. He's better at that than me. But it shouldn't be in the church that we get, feelings get hurt and we get bent out of shape when it clearly it's visible that, that, that he is, is better at that particular thing than me. Then watch this. Even though he's better at that thing than you, your gift may be over here. But we can't get all bent out of shape because you were chose to do or this one was. Guys, we are Christians. We are Christians, guys. Listen to that. We are Christians. So there, there's connectivity. You are connected. In other words, you are linked in. You are in, man. 
Number three, there is constraint. There is constraint. What's number three? When I see the big picture, I possess what? Constraint. What do you mean? I possess self-control. I'm level-headed. There's self-discipline. Oh. Uh-oh. There's self-control. See, what some don't realize, whatever you do outside of here affects what you do on the inside of here. Yes, it does. What you do on the outside perfects it. For instance, whatever you do, say you, you're a greeter. Well, if you go out here and can't constrain yourself and get into some nonsense, now you got a case pending and you, you're sitting behind bars. Well, that, what you did on the outside affects what when goes on in here. Yes. Let me say something I want you to do tonight. When, when you go home, ask the Lord, whatever that thing is you believe you called. It, it, you, we have to be real with ourselves. Lord, is this me or is this you? It matters, guys. Listen, the, and I've said this story before. There was a girl that would go to worship every Sunday for 18 years. And she didn't get her breakthrough until the anointing came. So you can be somewhere over here, but that is not where you're called to be. So although you go every week, go every year, there's no breakthrough. There's no deliverance for you because that is not the woman or the man that has what you need. So you want to be where there is an anointing for you and not make it about me. This stuff is important, guys. So... Th that, that means I'm possessing self-control in every area. How I conduct myself as, as a married person, as a single person, as, well, it, 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 it's self-control. There's consideration. There's what? Consideration. What do you mean? Thoughtful or sympathetic regard or respect. There's thoughtfulness for others. Let me explain that in, in, in a few ways. Me dating him, how would that affect what I do for the kingdom? If me dating her pulls me away from my responsibilities, rest assured, that's not the one. If I'm slacking now, if I'm digressing, Crystal, regressing, that, that, that's, I, guess what? I'm not being considerate because now it's taking me from my responsibilities. Here go one. We have to see, we, and I said the other week, here's what a lot of people are doing. And that's why we have, I, I was, Tim and I, when I was, we were talking today, and I said, listen, we need to go back to those financial classes. And she was saying, Pastor, you, you know, she, something she was wanting to do. And I said, it, it, then she said, um, what people have to realize is that it takes time. See, everybody wants a quick fix. And, and there's no patience. And, and see, and let me tell you something. The biggest trick of the devil is that three times a year we encourage you to, over, go over and above and honor God. But, but the devil make you think that that's the reason why you like. No, it's not. And what people are doing every month, they, they are they're switching things around, and it looks like you got it, but you just took from here to pay that, and you took from there to pay this, and it's a never-ending cycle because there's no discipline because I'm not considerate of others. Even those in my household, if you go out and create all these bills, you're not even considering to those who are dependent on you to make sure that we got a roof over our heads at the end of the month. For real. So, so you have to ask yourself, how, how would me getting this house affect me giving to God? Because if I got to start relenting and giving and, 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 and taking away, I'll, this ain't the house for me. If, 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 if me getting this car means I have to, I can't give and honor God like I need to. This is not the one. If this job takes me away from what I'm supposed to be doing, this one is not the one. Are y'all here? See, we, we don't want to hear this because we, we want to do what we want to do. 
But yeah, but is that what God purposed you to do? So it has, there has to be what? Consideration. How would this affect what I do in the kingdom? You've heard me say this before. If somebody offered me, which I'm not going to, I'm in my purpose. But just say someone came to me and said, hey, Pastor, we want to pay you a million dollars a year. And we only want you to work on Sundays. I already know, as tempting as it sounds this more, that is not the job for me. Why? Because now it takes away from what God has purposed me to do. Now, any other day, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, <laughs> I might consider it. But see, you know what? P- people don't do that because they trust the world is more so, and they feel like that, see, again, now I'm doing this self-effort. I'm not even considering God. But see, this, I, I, I'm giving you, I know this is kind of hard because we're so used to doing things on our own, but there's a blessing when you honor God. So there, there's what? Consideration. Thoughtful, sympathetic, regard, or respect. How would this affect? Hmm? The, then I think I made the comment. I said, Tamara, I said, I said people, I said, what people got to do is live uh, within their means. She said, no, they need to live beneath their means. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. The devil will make you think that all your money is going to the church when in actuality, I was behind when I came. <sighs> yes, he will. Then, then watch this. Then watch this. Then I, there's always almost a catch-22. Now I, I, I can't really come out because there's no faith to even trust him because I'm so deep in debt. And then, then she goes on to say, Pastor, you have been telling us this since 2000 whenever. I, what year did you say? I can't even remember what year she said. So, so, so just, just, say, I'm, just say for 13 years, you have been telling us, get your credit right. Do this. Do this. So, so, so in other words, it's not as if you do not know. And I'm telling you guys, the biggest thing is we get out here and try. Don't try to live. Uh, I heard this the other day. Listen, pride will have you living a life that you dare not, can't even afford. Don't let pride get you out here on the limb and have you looking crazy. That's what pride, pride will have you doing stuff that your ego cannot sustain, man. Did y'all hear that? See, then I'm just making a statement. And, and, and you've heard this before, and this is not racial or anything, but, but <laughs> you laugh at the man who's driving used or living over here, it, it, but there, there's money saved, there's businesses, there, there, there's, I mean, it, then you look at Rico who's faking a front, and that's the life you, you, you allow your ego or pride to chase after, and, 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 and it's, it's never ending. Then it's even worse when you get in the jam because the, the embarrassment comes in, then you start feeling good, all this stuff coming in. It, it gets worse, man. So don't allow your pride to have you trying to live a lifestyle that at that moment you're not able to live, man who that's for so so that, that's what consideration can, 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 can see, if you don't consider the church which you should seek ye first the kingdom so first of all I want how will this affect what I do in the kingdom because there's no consideration crystal guess what I'm putting myself above God and just say you don't want to consider kingdom consider your family Consider how this affects your family. You go out here and get on drugs, man. Consider how this would affect your family. You go out here and gamble your money. See, see, take it. If, 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 if there's not enough, let me consider you then. Maybe that'll help you make, make individuals make the right decision. How would this affect? 
See, we don't think about that. But, but, see, lust, same three things, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh. Satan's still using them same three things to, to get people out of where they're supposed to be. How things look. How I appear to you. I want you to think I got, you, you, you should be more mature than that now. Come on, man. It, it, let, let me tell you when it's pride, when it has to be a certain something, ego's in a way. We don't want to hear this. When, when I can't do it. Hmm? Come on, guys. That, that was profound what she said, live beneath your means. What does that mean? That means I, I need to live in such a way where I'm not pulling from Peter to pay Paul and taking from this to cover that. And Whoa. See, the scripture says this, who builds a house without first sitting down counting the cost? It, 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 y'all, who, 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 I've been saying this for years. Approved don't mean able to. And where most people, uh, again, you can get penalized. What, what, about, what about this? What if you take the next year? Listen, I'm speaking prophetically now. Get my credit right where I need to be. Then I can make a, strate- a strategic move. Or I could get in this thing now and an- go another five, six, seven years. Come on, y'all. Well, I'm in it now. What, what do I do? There's always options. Sell it. Get out of it. See, I'm just saying there are different things you could do, but, but you know why we don't? This is more pride. Well, what would they think if, if, if I downsize it, if I move out of this 20-bedroom to something that I can really afford and still live? What would they think of me? You know what we'll think? I'm so glad that brother came to his senses because he was about to kill himself trying to live a life that he can't afford. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.